Chapter Six of Little Book of Saint Francis and His Brethren. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. A Little Book of Saint Francis and His Brethren by E. M. Wilmot Buxton. The story of how Saint Francis converted the wolf of Gubbio. At one time, Francis was living in the city of Gubbio, which is surrounded by thick forests and beset by lonely paths. And about that period, there lived in the forest a very ferocious gray wolf who came out of the woods from time to time and devoured all the cattle in the district. And if any man met him in the way, the gray wolf sprang upon him and devoured him also. Then the citizens of Gubbio became very much alarmed, and they all carried arms whenever they went outside the walls as though they were going to battle. But in spite of their arms, they always got the worst of it if they met the wolf alone, so that for fear of him no one dared go out of the gates of the city. Then Francis felt compassion for the men of Gubbio seeing that they were cut off from intercourse with their neighbors in other cities of the plain. So he said, I will go forth and convert this wicked wolf, who maketh men to fear. Well, they implored him not to go, saying he will certainly kill you, seeing that you carry no arms. Notwithstanding their entreaties, Francis determined to go forth, and having made the sign of the cross, he went out into the fields that surrounded the city, and at first his companions followed him. But when he took the path that led to the forest, they held back and hesitated to go further. But Francis went boldly forward, and they all stood afar off and watched him. And behold, when the saint drew nigh to the forest, the monstrous gray wolf rushed out upon him with open mouth and long red tongue. And when he had come nigh, Francis made over him the sign of the Most Holy Cross, and called out to him, Come along, Brother Wolf. I command you, in the name of Christ, that you do no harm to me or to anyone. And then a wondrous thing happened. For as soon as Francis had made the sign of the cross, the great gray wolf shut his mouth and ceased to leap but came running gently like a lamb and lay down to rest at the feet of the saint. Then did Francis make treaty with the wolf of Gubbio and said to him, Brother wolf, you have done much evil in these parts, killing and ravaging the creatures of God without his permission. You have killed not only cattle, but also men, which is the sin of murder. And for this you deserve to be hung upon the gallows as a thief and a murderer. For this indeed all the people in this district cry out against you, and every man is your enemy. But now, Brother Wolf, I am come to make peace between them and you. And if you promise never again to offend, they shall forgive you, and neither men nor dogs shall persecute you any more. Then the great gray wolf bowed his head and wagged his tail, and gazed up at Francis, crouching meantime at his feet, in order to show that he agreed to all he said. And Francis said again, Brother Wolf, 
since you promise to keep this peace i promise on my side that your food shall be given to you day by day by the men of this place since i know well that it is hunger that has driven you to all this evil but since i have given you this pledge you must promise me never again to harm man or beast do you promise me this then the gray wolf bent his head and licked the hand of the saint but francis said brother wolf i would have you pledge your faith that you will keep your promise for without this i cannot trust you very well so saying he held out his hand and lo the great gray wolf of gubbio lifted up his right paw and gently placed it in the hand of francis as a pledge of faith then francis said brother wolf i command you in the name of jesus christ that you come now with me and we will confirm this peace in the name of god and the wolf followed him like a gentle dog towards the city and his companions when they saw this marveled greatly now when they entered the city all the citizens great and small young and old rich and poor thronged together in the marketplace to see that strange sight for francis came in alone through the gates of the city and his hand rested upon the head of the great gray wolf his sole companion and the wolf was walking gently by his side like an affectionate dog then seeing so many people gathered together francis began to preach to them telling them how far worse were the jaws of hell than the fangs of a wolf and bidding them repent of their sins and when he had finished preaching he said see my brethren brother wolf who is here before you has promised and pledged me his troth to make peace with you and never to offend you again and you on your part must promise to give him every day his necessary food and i myself am his surety that he will keep the peace then when the people with one accord had promised to give him food francis called again on the gray wolf to pledge his troth and once again the wolf lifting up his right paw up placed it in the hand of the saint and from this time the gray wolf lived for a space of two years in gubbio visiting the houses and going from door to door without doing injury to any one or any one doing injury to him and all the people welcomed him within their dwellings nor as he went about the fields and lanes did any dog bark at him at the end of two years brother wolf died of old age and all the citizens of gubbio grieved at his loss for while he went about the city so gently and kindly they were reminded every time they saw him of the sweet and holy francis end of chapter six recording by john brandon